You're all grown up. How are you? Trying to do better. I'm Nick. I'm Hunter. And welcome to NYC Actors Talk Spider-Man! The very last episode of NYC Actors Talk Spider-Man. Nick, are you, are you trying to make me cry right now? Is that what you're trying to do? Yep. <laughs> yep. It's been a ride. Oh, wait. Nick? Nick, what are you doing? Did you just... Did you just open a portal? Oh, yeah. I think I just did accidentally. Oh, my God. Who's coming through? Who, who's that? Who is that? The, Toby? No. 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 Uh, Andrew? No. No. Tom? Venom? Danny DeVito? <laughs> Danny DeVito? No. Wait. It's Patrick O'Connor. Whoa. Oh I've my been god! Here the whole time. Oh my I god! You've watching. been How you? How are you, Patrick? I'm good. I'm good. I'm here. I I fell through the portal and I I was eating pizza and now I'm here. And now <laughs> I'm on on Zoom and here we are. Amazing! Oh my god! And you have a portal behind you too. That's amazing. I have a portal behind me. I was I was I was watching Tick Tick Boom, so I, I had to wear my my Tick Tick Boom shirt. So it's we're all here. I'm portaled out. Oh my god! Oh my goodness gracious! And you were you were uh, the guest for the for uh, Amazing Spider Man One. Welcome back. Look at that! The irony. Who would have thunk? Who would have thought this would happen? Who would have thought? Oh wait! Oh, wait a minute! Wait wait. Hunter, do you see that? Another portal is opening up. Another? No. No way, dude. Another portal? Are you no. <laughs> no. No. It who's a, Wait, who's coming out of that portal? Is it... Is it... Wait, is that Toby? Is that Toby? Oh wait, no. No. Who is it? It's... Dude, it, it's Danny DeVito. It has to be Danny. It has to be. It has to be Danny. No, wait. No. No. Who is it? Who is it, Hunter? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's special guest David Leon. Oh! Oh my goodness! Welcome back. Hello. I'm sorry. I just came through this port. Oh, now it's gone. Um. Hey. Hi. Welcome back, David. You were you were with us for the Spider-Man Two episode. Welcome back. Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. Where's your portal? I, oh, you I see what? it. It's in a poster. I see it. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. Got, no. I see it now. Okay, never mind. Yeah, anyway, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Welcome. Uh, welcome you two to our Spider-Man No Way Home review podcast episode. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> this is exciting. Uh, so this is obviously the latest, newest Spider-Man movie. We've all seen it. Uh, some of us multiple times. Not calling anyone out. Me and David Leon. <laughs> but anyway. Um, so we're going to talk. Um, the mo- We're going to talk about the movie. We're going we're, we're gonna to actually do it. Eight episodes in the making, my friends. Um, so I think let's just start off with the, the hype surrounding this movie and then we'll, we'll jump into our thoughts. So like, obviously this was a highly anticipated movie. Now at the end of Far From Home, it was like, oh, his identity is revealed. We've never done this before. And so at first people were like excited, but not like so excited. It was more just like, oh, interesting. We've never done this in a Spider-Man movie before. And then all this stuff started happening online, right? Like, at fir- first, like, it was like, oh, Jamie Foxx cast in the movie? What? Wait, Jamie Foxx? Is he playing Electro again? I It must be, like, another version. Like, just the MCU version of Electro. They brought back Jamie Foxx to kind of redeem him, but it's, like, in the MCU. So, okay, whatever. Okay, moving on. Oh, wait, who else is in this movie? Oh, 
Oh, so Willem Dafoe is in this movie. Oh, Alfred Molina's in... Okay, so, uh, obviously something is going on here. Uh, and, and then it just became Hollywood's worst kept secret. Full spoilers, of course, for the movie. Get out if, for whatever reason, you're listening to this and you haven't watched the movie. Um, everyone knew that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield were probably going to show up in the movie. Because then there started the... There started to be uh, 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 leaked photos, uh, behind the scenes set photos, leaked photos, whatever, of like them showing up. There's that infamous shot of Andrew Garfield holding on to the railing and, uh, and the blue screen behind him. That's uh, probably the most iconic part of the movie because everyone was like, yeah! <laughs> but anyway, so this was a highly anticipated movie uh, because like, oh my God, this is all coming back. I really hope they don't fuck this up. <laughs> that was that was my thought anyway. Like, oh my god, this could either be the greatest thing ever or it could be such a friggin' mess. I'm so nervous. So I wasn't I was excited of course, but I was also like, oi, this could really be bad. So, we've all seen it. Patrick, I'll start with you, my good sir. What are your thoughts on Spider-Man No Way Home? My thoughts on Spider-Man No Way Home. Well, like everyone, I was anticipating a lot from this movie. But the one thing I really wanted it to be was a Spider-Man movie. Was a true, like, it felt like this was his movie. And I was a little worried because we saw a lot of Doctor Strange in the the trailer. And you're like, and you knew the Doctor Strange movie was coming. So I had a feeling, I was like, oh, I just hope it's a Spider-Man movie. And that's what we got. We got all the Spider-Mans in this Spider-Man movie. And honestly, it just jazzed me up for the next phase of Marvel. It like did its thing. I really wasn't feeling it. And then it it pushed me into the next Marvel phase and it satisfied what I wanted f- to see from the other Spider-Man. And it, I thought it was a pretty satisfying character for Tom Holland too, more than the other movies I felt. So it, it, it did its thing. It did its thing. I went in with high expectations and I left satisfied. Amazing. Uh, someone say amazing Spider-Man. Amazing. Amazing. The, 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 uh, David, your thoughts. Um, you finally have to talk about it now. Uh, so go. <laughs> so so in the lead up to this movie, very similar to what you were saying and what you Patrick were saying, is um, I I never felt more conflicted about anything in my entire life. Um, the uh, as 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 you guys know, and um, and but for anyone who who doesn't know, listening, I these original Raimi Spider Man movies are very special. They're kind of like the reason I kind of do films and do acting and all that sort of it's kind of like the reason for so many things in my life it's one of the most important things and so as like more things started coming out with this movie i um i was like simultaneously beyond words excited uh for what might happen and also terrified to my very bones um about what about what could happen um and um I, 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 and you were saying like how, 
um, to put it very simply, my thoughts, um, you because you were saying like it could either be the greatest thing ever or it could be very messy. My feeling is I think I'm somewhere in the middle. I think it was very great. I think it did so many things really great. A lot of the things I was worried about, I thought it did very, very well. And as someone who's not been the biggest fan of the Tom Hall movies, I felt very satisfied as well. But at the same time, I also thought there were many, many things that I did kind of expect to happen that I wasn't a huge fan of. Cool. Uh, yeah, I'll go next. Um, yeah, I mean, once again, I was excited, but I also kind of like MJ in this movie, prepared for disappointment. Um, and, you know, the first time watching it, I was really jazzed, right? But I was also like, I don't know if I really loved it, though. I watched it again. And yeah, despite everything, because you're right, David, it's pretty messy. Is it is it the cleanest Spider-Man movie? No. But does it matter? I don't think so. <laughs> because, like, I don't know. I loved it. I, I, I loved it despite its flaws, despite its messiness. Uh, it, 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 it gives Tom Holland a great arc. And that's, you know, we, we talked about this a lot, Hunter. But, like, that's what I was worried the movie wouldn't do. I was worried it was going to be, hey, remember this? Pizza time, yada, yada, yada. We joke about it, but we don't want to actually see it in the movie. This uh, this really satisfied me. It, I think it's moving. I think it's funny, but not for the most part, not too funny. Um, uh, the acting's brilliant. Is it the most well-directed Spider-Man movie? Absolutely not. Uh, but I don't think anyone is going to defend that. I don't think anyway. But but I, I do think it's one of the best Spider-Man movies, though. After watching it three times, I think despite everything, regardless of everything, it still really really works. I think it's a uh, a great superhero movie and that's really all it needed to be and that's exactly what it was hunter oh man so i my relationship with this movie is absolutely insane so i'm just gonna tell a little spiel about anyway opening night i was supposed to go see it with you nick and a bunch of a bunch of people uh then i got covid and I was like, mother of God, why can't I just see this movie? It can't be real. It can't be real. Then I waited two weeks or two and a half weeks, almost three weeks to see it. Nick, I saw it with you. I loved every single freaking minute of it. I really did. And maybe it was just the hype. But my even when like Norman Osborn goes like, I'm something of a scientist myself. I literally like got up in my seat. I was like, oh, my God, dude, this isn't like... The fact that this movie happened, that they got all of their schedules to align, baffles me to this day, I think. Um, but yeah, I really loved it. It had so much heart. Um, and to see some respect be put on my boy Andrew Garfield's name is so nice to see. And for them to do him so right, where they kind of fumbled the ball a little bit with his movies. Right. and. It gave me exactly what I wanted to see from him. It gave me also exactly what I wanted to see from Toby too, like a mature Spider-Man and like to kind of see what happened with him and MJ and stuff like that. And now with Tom Holland, it gave him way more to do than the previous two movies. And it gave me like a beat up and sad version of Spider-Man, which is my favorite version of Spider-Man. 
to see how he deals with that. And I thought it was beautiful. Yeah, I was a little disappointed Danny DeVito didn't show up. But besides that, good movie. Uh, so yeah, let's uh, let's talk about some certain characters, and we'll just kind of go around, you know, uh, aspects of the movie. We'll we'll talk about, but like at least specifically, like the characters, the performances of those characters, whatever. So let's get this one out of the way first. Uh, Daredevil shows up in this movie. Um, I am in love with the Netflix show. I think it's one of the best things that is it in the MCU. I don't really know. I don't think anyone really knows right now, <laughs> uh, uh, but I I love that he shows up in here for a quick little cute cameo. I think it's just effective enough. We didn't need like a whole thing, but I'm glad he showed up, and I love uh, Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock, so I thought it was effective. Uh, how did we all feel about that? Let's just kind of go around, or if we want to talk over each other, you know, I'll let you guys do that. Coming from someone who hasn't seen the show um, and, and really does want to see the show, um, I loved it so much. I, it gave me an idea of who he was. It, it has me excited to watch the show. It was fun. And, and just that experience of seeing when that cane comes down and seeing everyone going in an uproar was a really just <laughs> one of the many great things to like experience with this movie. I really, really liked it. Yeah, I, I liked it. I never watched the show. I started watching it after um, after the movie now. I'm like halfway. Oh, you're watching time. it right now? Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. It's gritty. Oh, it's dark. Yeah, right? Yeah. I didn't realize how dark it was. Uh, and, um, but yeah, I liked it. I guess the only thing I had a problem with was like, it made me want to see Daredevil with Spider-Man right away. Like, and like, it could happen in but now that everyone forgot about who spider-man is then i you know i it, it left me wanting something and knowing it it might happen further down the line i think that's exactly what's gonna happen in the next one <laughs> you think so yeah uh, yeah i mean like they set it up so it's gonna happen now yeah, yeah it's gonna the next one is gonna be daredevil and spider-man working together anyway hunter yeah no, I, I don't really have much to add because I haven't seen the show. The only reason I knew it was Daredevil was because, Nick, you're sitting right next to me and you go, Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, g- good cameo. And again, it made me uh, want to watch the show. And Patrick, you saying that it's uh, like a gritty and dark makes me even want to watch it more. It's um, dark. Oh, yeah. Like oh. right off the bat, you're like, whoa, okay, here we are. Yeah, I don't know uh, if you got to Kingpin yet, Patrick, but he is... If, if, if he's te- he's technically in the MCU now because he shows up in a certain show but yeah. um but uh yeah case in point now he's probably the best villain in the whole Marvel Universe he's that good yeah. and and also the lost writers uh, some of the lost writers uh wrote uh Daredevil so uh, definitely watch it oh. for that yeah yeah oh yeah that makes me want to watch it so watch it right now uh get out see you later bye yeah <laughs> So uh, let's talk about Ned. Um, so Ned is Peter Parker's best friend, obviously. Um, he's a meme. We love that Ned's a meme. We love it. Um, but do we like him as a character? Do we like his performance? Uh, I'll start with you, Patrick. Um, this I always have a problem, I guess, with Tom Holland's friends in the Marvel. I they're so Disney character arc 
caricatures kind of and like their jokes and their setup and their thing and i always kind of roll my eyes at ned and even mj at a point um i know oh my I god know. nick I and know. i we go back in that portal <laughs> our jaws well, dropped right at the same time <laughs> but this movie i thought they did a good job of kind of laying off of of those things and really doing like the team together and how they work together as a team and as friends just normal without having like uh, all the winks they do throughout marvel with their quick little with ned's quick little jokes with his relationship whatever but it uh it kind of worked when everyone was working as a team especially with the other two spider-man it, it was like oh yeah this is a different universe they're okay they can make these little quips here and there but that's kind of how i feel about Ned. cool david oh man Man, uh, uh, here we go. (laughs) No, no, no. Like it's tough. I don't know if I articulated this at the start, but like I, I just, I have so many thoughts about this movie, and it's like I could go through every second of it and talk about a specific moment, and it wouldn't all be the same. Like it's so kind of like all over the place, and that's kind of like what I meant by messy. Is there's so much happening in this movie, and 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 then even that's not even necessarily a bad thing. I don't think it's a bad thing in this movie either. But with Ned, uh, going back to Ned, um, um, I, I was actually getting into a conversation with a friend of mine about this recently because uh, we were talking about the the the, the MCU Spider Man trilogy. Um, in Homecoming, I really like Ned. I, I I I thought he was really funny. I thought he was my favorite part of that movie, or one of my favorite parts of that movie. Um, Far from Home, I didn't like him really at all, or just like how he was used. Um, I I very very. St- heavy heavily agree with you patrick because it it gets into like a larger issue i have with these movies and i and it's it gets into the humor of it and the humor has always felt like too juvenile for me and it just it very mediocre like i've never found it too funny and then it just kind of leans harder into it as the movies go forward but with this movie i thought it was okay i didn't think he was great i didn't think he was bad I don't think he's bad in any of these movies, to be quite honest. But um, I, I, th- I think in the beginning, I, I kind of like was more leaning towards. Ah, I'm not too crazy about th- this these lines that he's giving me because it's like when you have young characters, you want to write them like they're actual people, like instead of like having them being dumb teens be the, the butt of the joke. And I've always kind of felt that way with Ned in the beginning of this movie, but 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 then by the end, you know, they go away from that, and I I and then I it, I, I I I I I warm up to Ned. I love that moment at the end where he's like, "I promise I won't turn into a supervillain." That's a all around great moment. Yeah. No, yeah, uh, that's kind of how I feel in some ways. In some ways, I disagree. But I, like, for example, what you said about Far From Home, Ned, yeah, he, he's pretty slight in that movie. And that and I think that whole movie is, like, too slight for me in general. Like, there, I feel like so too much happens, but also nothing happens in Far From Home. I don't love Far From Home. I know you're shaking your head, Hunter. I know it. I see you shaking your head. <laughs> You just don't get it. You guys just don't get it. Yeah, clearly. All three of us don't get it. Okay. I like Far From Home. I want to add, I do like Far From Home. I like Far From Home, too. But, um... But yeah, I uh, but I do really like him in Homecoming. I think you know it's like a perfect kind of like okay, if, if if someone needs to know that Peter Parker is Spider Man, we have this cute, likable friend, you know, 
that he can talk to and confide in. Um, so I don't mind him in, in Homecoming at all. I think he has some very funny lines. I was watching porn. You know, like, all that stuff is great. <laughs> like, I'm like that's so funny to me. Like, it's great. Um, but, uh, but in this, I think, yeah, I, just like some other characters in this movie, I think he's at his best. I think, uh, you know, I think it's, it, it, it hits the perfect tone of supportive, funny friend, but also kind of giving more weight to the friendship. Do I wish there was more to it? Uh, in some aspects, yes, I do. I don't. I don't think it's like I don't know uh, Harry Osborne levels of like, oh, this is his friend, and it's like tragic, but also this and that. It's it's not even close to that. I don't think they're trying to though. I think that's why it's fine. I think that's why yeah. it's like sometimes Peter Parker just needs a friend that's nice, <laughs> that's just likable and funny, and there's nothing that deep to it. He doesn't turn into a super uh, uh, villain. Like, like they mentioned in the movie. Like, he's just a charming, funny guy. So I, I like him in this movie. Yeah. And there doesn't, it doesn't need to be... Oh, I'm sorry. I just want to just quickly say... Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. It doesn't need to be deep. I actually really like that, like, what you said, that it's just, like, a friendship. And it's one of the things I really like that they show in Homecoming because it, it really did feel real. And it, they felt like actual high school friends that, that, that build Legos together. And, I, and, and when it goes back to that in this movie, I think it's really great. Um... I, so I just wanted to support you in that. Yeah, thank you for for the support. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, thank you, Hunter. No, yeah, I I I uh, I agree. Um, I think because I don't know, Peter Parker's friend, like best friend, hasn't been really freaking amazing since the Raimi trilogy, and they tried to force it with Amazing Spider-Man Two. You know, they tried to just be like, oh yeah, he was over there, and now he's here, and he's and he's really freaking like deep, and he's got a lot of problems. You know what I mean? And then, that was a good impression, by the way. <laughs> thank you. Um, and then with this uh, trilogy, it's just how you guys were saying. It's just very light, and it's like, all right, look, we're not gonna try to be Raimi, and we're not gonna try to force it like uh, Garfield's movies. We're just going to have him be a friend. And I, I like that. And so I think his best, though, I think I think it is far from home. I like him with Betty and his jokes with Betty. What? I do, dude. I think that's right. At his best. Dude, as that's as what as you said. Dude, I think that bit with <laughs> Betty far from home is so funny every single time. He's like, yeah, I remember when me and Betty fell in love. It's like, yeah, I mean, two seconds ago. I finished my fruit cobbler. <laughs> You're just like the meme. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Uh, so let's talk about uh, uh, the lizard. Um, I, I, I'm i sure we all don't have a lot of thoughts to say about the lizard. But, um, uh, Patrick, I'll start with you. Well, I think they gave this uh, villain the least amount of lines for a reason. And they, it, it worked. I, I mean, they did, right? He, had, he definitely had the least amount in the movie and because it was such a and they they made jokes about turning into lizard how crazy that was and which i thought was fun and funny and like i thought it worked for him to be such a minor character in um in the grouping of these villains um i don't think it really redeemed anything particular about the amazing spider-man and all that craziness except them acknowledging Wow, that was a crazy villain doing a crazy thing, and he's and he's here now. <laughs> <laughs> amazing! No, that's amazing. Uh, uh, David, 
they they uh they do a really smart thing in this movie, which is they don't try to make every villain the main villain, and it works incredibly well and is very very much i think the right thing they did imagine um, li- the lizard was the main villain though but that's the thing and that leads me to my next point and this <laughs> will also connect to sam man when we do get to him like i think the reason because i'm like he's fine like you know like it's just man, he's forgettable like you forget he's in the movie at times or i did at least um i think the movie i think the movie forgets too yeah but here's the reason why i'm like again conflicted because Dr. Connors is an important character yeah. in multiple universes. Yeah. And it just feels weird when you have an important character like that um, be so forgettable. Like, like I kind of missed there being like a moment where Octavius recognized that the lizard was Dr. Connors because they have a relationship. That's Albeit right. It's not at the forefront in Spider-Man 2, but it is something that is made known. And it's what connects Peter to Octavius in that movie and even in other universes, I imagine. So it felt weird in that way. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with you on that, David. They, there there should have been like a little something. I thought it was going to happen too because they, they said like Dr. Connors and then we cut to Doc Ock, but he doesn't... <laughs> doesn't react <laughs> so it's like why'd you yeah. fuck like that motherfuckers <laughs> but yeah um i agree completely with what you guys are saying about the lizard uh, uh he doesn't need to be the most important villain but it is pretty funny how much they sideline him in this movie um uh they're, they're always like oh yeah we caught him lizard we already got him or or the you know all the villains get into the apartment and <laughs> there's like a a clearly like just like dubbed a later line like where's the lizard where's dr connor's oh he's uh, he's in the he's in the trunk truck yeah yeah he's chilling out it's it's just so funny like it, it's almost like the movie is me it's like the movie is like like put, push the lizard over here <laughs> let it let, let let's focus on these other guys the yeah. way that elmo looks at rocco is the way i look at the lizard <laughs> oh man Oh my god! Uh, but but it, but he's fine. He has actually some funny lines in it about like turning people into lizards and everything. Um, so he's fine. Uh, but he's clearly at least my least favorite of uh of these villains. And yeah, you're right, Patrick. It doesn't really redeem his character in Amazing Spider-Man One. He's still my least favorite uh, cinematic Spider-Man villain. Hunter. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I disagree with everything everybody said. No, <laughs> Battle Royale. <laughs> no, um, the only thing I wanted from the lizard uh, is that he did the thing. He does the thing in Amazing Spider-Man where he like mixes chemicals and then he throws it at Spider-Man. They explode. I just wanted that and I didn't get it and I'm pissed. Literally, that's the only thing I wanted from him and he didn't do it because it's so funny seeing a lizard do that. Um, instead I got nothing and then I got him uh, the same shot of him like not not dying in Spider-Man he doesn't die but it's that same shot of his face of him going at the end (laughs) Yeah, I was like why even bring him back it's the same problem that I have with Sandman too oh and speaking of Sandman speaking of Sandman Uh, there's a little bit of a link with Sandman and Lizard they both don't the actors don't really show up (laughs) for this movie at all um which is pretty funny honestly that that's like the only like unironic no ironically funny stuff about the movie is like they're clearly not there (laughs) it's so funny to me especially with sandman uh let's talk about sandman patrick yeah 
you know okay uh (laughs) (laughs) no salmon was probably my least favorite villain in all in in all this spider-man cinematic universe but it's just because it just didn't seem to work i didn't really like the performance and it just it just kind of felt like I didn't feel the empathy that Tobey Maguire's character felt for Sam. David is fuming. David is fuming. <laughs> um, no, continue. No, 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 please. But it was like, uh, <laughs> I, I liked how he was kind of his buddy in this. Um, I thought that was cool at first, how he, he was working with Tom Holland's Peter Parker. I thought it added a cool dynamic to the villains. Um, but in the same way as Lizard, it didn't really change my opinion of him. In, well, you know what? It might have slightly altered my opinion of rewatching if I rewatched Spider-Man three. I probably would like the character a little better, knowing what happens next. But, but I thought it was uh, cool how they had a villain kind of be on their side throughout it. David. Yeah, I want to clarify. I leaned in the second you said that, but it wasn't out of like fuming. I was just, oh, okay. I, I was genuinely curious to hear what you had to say. Uh, <laughs> and it was just funny. You were like, "Go hmm? like, hmm? on, go yeah. on." Uh, um, I guess I should touch on Spider-Man Three then. Um, I I've heard that opinion a lot, and I and I try to understand it. And I've gone back to it multiple times with that mindset, like focusing on that, um, because growing up watching the movie when it came out and then over the years he was actually always my favorite part of that movie or one of my favorite parts of that movie um because first of all i i just always loved how he's a visually interesting character and that's always been like one of the strengths one of the many strengths one of the many strengths of uh the original trilogy uh is the way they take advantage of that um and i and i um and going and just going back to it recently I, i i still i think i still feel that way i really like I, I like Thomas Hayden Church. I get that he's like stilted and it's like not the most like, you know, emotional performance. Uh, but uh, I, so I, he, he was always a character I, I felt fond of. And then going into this movie, um, it's, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's really the same as I felt about the lizard, um, except that, um, I don't know. It, it was just very kind of forgettable, and it feels like wrong that it should be forgettable because, like, it's the Sandman. Like, um, and and I don't want to ah, I don't want to rag on it too much because I know like the the sand effects weren't the focus for this movie, and um, it was it was just a little jarring because like the sand effects were like a like a really detailed part of spider-man 3 and here it just kind of wasn't the case and you, and you focus on it more just because it's how he is for like all of his screen time in this movie um ah uh, i feel i feel torn so you're, you're torn you, you didn't yeah. love it you're you're torn yeah. yeah okay uh yeah i kind of feel the same way i think <laughs> it's same just, once again just like you guys um th- does does it need to be as great as it maybe should no. I mean, would it would it have been nice if Sandman got s- some more to do? Absolutely. Um, but once again, he's such a small part of it in a lot of ways that I once again, for whatever reason, I don't mind it. But also, what you guys are saying is completely valid. Um, I I think he's on ironic. Not a, sorry, excuse me. I think he's very funny, but ironically in this movie, where like at at one point he's like, "I want to go home." 
but then he's but then he's like i don't care yeah. <laughs> and as every time he says that i laugh so hard and, and uh, clearly it's not supposed to be a funny line but it is um but he's fine in the movie i think some of the action actually works with him uh much more than lizard that's why it he's not my least favorite villain in this movie but but yeah, once again, does he need to be the biggest deal ever? No. But I do agree with you, David, that there was a lot of gravitas in Spider-Man 3 when it comes to the Sandman. Like, there was a lot of weight, actually. Is he the best Spider-Man villain? No. But but there was a lot of, like, ooh, but that was, like, super interesting. Like, visually and a little bit emotionally, too. Because, like, you know, he has a daughter and everything. All that stuff is not completely snuffed out in this movie, but it's snuffed out enough where I was like, hmm, I wish they did a better job here. Hunter? Yeah, um, Patrick, I, I agree with you. He was never my favorite. Uh, I found, like, the whole empathy thing was like, oh, but his daughter, I was like, oh, I don't Me and David that. are fuming! I was like, I don't really care. And then in this one, I'm like, I care less because I can't see him as a human. And I felt the same thing about Lizard. I was like, all right, well, why in this universe can't they change back? And I forget if they even say anything about it. They probably don't. They but it's like, all right, I care, I care less. And the, yeah, but they, they weren't who I came to see the movie for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, I came to see it for Electro and uh, Doc Ock and Green Gobby. I'm sorry, did you say Electro? I, did I say Electro? I did. I did. Don't, don't you know? We gotta talk about Electro. We gotta talk about Electro. We gotta talk about Electro. Um, so Jamie Foxx comes back for this movie. Um, once again, that was one of the few things we kind of found out about this new Spider-Man movie and that kind of, you know, started this whole, you know, speculation and rumors and leaks and all that. So, um, he looks different here. He ain't blue. Patrick, how do you feel about Electro in this movie? And in just in general, how do you feel about the guy? Oh, you know, I, we went out on two dates and it just didn't click. There was no spark, if you will. Um, uh, uh <laughs> I, you know, I. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that's all we need. Thank you, Patrick. Uh... That's it. It's, it's just. Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah, go on, go on. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> you know, uh, I think um, Electro is a really interesting character, and I really love the character of Electro and how it could be portrayed. And I think Amazing Spider Man 2 didn't, in Jimmy Fox's performance, didn't do its justice. And I feel like in this movie, we we got a little more oomph behind Electro. Like, I, I felt, uh, I saw him more as a villain in this movie than I did in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Um, and I think that's what Electro should be. And he's so addicted to trying to become a pure, um, pure electricity. Um, and I thought that... Uh, I liked that fighting scene in the force more than I liked some of the fighting scenes in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Um, so yep. I thought thumbs up from, uh, I, it was a positive trend upwards for my Jamie Foxx's Electro. Maybe you'll get a kiss this time. Uh, I don't know. I just blasted him. <laughs> blasted him. You know, there's some real pluses and minuses. <laughs> uh, David, uh, what's your thought on the... What's your thought? What's your... Yeah, what's your thought on Electro? One thought. My what's one your thought. one thought? Your one thought, please. <laughs> one. Pick one, all right? Pick building, one uh, thought. I've been jotting down this whole time. I have it ready. Um Ooh. You're talking about so you were talking about earlier about like how there are there are 
plot holes, messy things about this movie, but does it really matter? I feel that way with Electro. Like, um, cause, um, yeah, he's incredibly, he's incredibly different from The Amazing Spider-Man 2. And I do really like him in The Amazing Spider-Man 2. I love his campiness. I love just how weird in like one to 10 it goes in that movie. Um, and then this one is just completely different. I love it. I I, I just loved, and, and and he's not the focus of it. Like we don't see, and, and I felt, I felt myself wanting more. Like I really um, want to see an Electro-based movie with this version of Electro. And obviously the design is great. Um, and, and we've talked about this on separate occasions, the use of Stark technology in these Spider-Man movies. And, um, and we'll probably get into this with Doc Ock, um, is I was very nervous about the way they were gonna use that with his arms. I loved it with Electro, because it made sense. It made so much sense and it added to his character like and it made him more of a threat and it was so great to watch and um and and yeah i wanted to see more of it but i also was like i was i felt satisfied with what we got and i just all around really loved uh, like jimmy fox bless his heart amazing yeah um yeah uh better here yeah i mean like i had a lot of issues with electro in amazing spider-man 2 actually so uh, I think kind of that manic energy that I liked when he was a like a quote unquote loser in the beginning of Amazing Spider-Man, I felt like that was too snuffed out in Amazing Spider-Man Two, where it's like, oh, then he's just kind of boring, like I'm gonna kill everyone kind of villain after that. But I think he that that kind of energy finally uh, is brought back in this movie, in this performance. And once again, not too much where he's like, Ugh, but like, but enough where like he's funny again, and like, yeah, he's like just like yeah, really simple motivation. Like he just wants to be like the best or like a god or whatever. And that's all you. Once again, that's all you need for a lot of these villains. Actually, it's it's kind of interesting how much some of the other spider-man movies kind of screw that up like some like these villains for the most part like are really petty and that's the point is that they're all selfish and they just want everything and and the kind of nuance is more just like you know are will they go that far or will they not but like when it comes to just like motivations and everything yeah i mean like perfect that's totally spider-man this this version of electro uh i really like the performance uh once again it's not the main focal point doesn't have to be, but I, I like Jamie Foxx. There's a few lines that were maybe a little too cute, but for the most part, I think he was uh, quite effective in the movie. I liked him a lot. Redemption! Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. ding, ding. Yeah. Ding, zing, zzz. Ding, ding, Oh, is Electro here? Electro, our next guest! No. Electro, hello! Well, he technically is, though, because we're doing this through technology and electricity, you know? He's around us. He's all around us. Yeah, no, Nick, I agree. Something I also really liked, I don't know when it happens, if it's the first time you see him or when, but they do his theme. Which I freaking loved. I yes, loved it dude. So much. Like I got, I got so hype in the theater. Um, but yeah, and I, I liked his design this time around. I felt like if he looked like this and was like this um, in the Garfield movie, then I feel like that movie would have been completely different and like so much better because of it. So I think they, they finally got him right. And like, yeah, why would you make Jamie Fox like CGI? He's too good. 
He's too good to be all CGI blue. Weird. Yeah, uh, Dollar Store Dr. Manhattan, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so good. We all like Electro. Moving on. Here we go. Uh, Doctor Strange. Uh, so he is the obligatory Marvel character that we need to put into these Spider-Man movies. Because in the first one, there was Tony Stark, of course, and Happy. In the second one, there was Happy and Nick Fury and Maria Hill, everyone's favorite twist of all time in any spider-man movies oh it was not them the whole time don't you love that don't you love that in your in any movie that hey these characters you know they show up in this no it wasn't really them but that's a <laughs> that's an episode for another time well mm -hmm. we already we already covered it actually yeah. but i i still hate it anyway um <laughs> just so everybody knows no it's okay great <laughs> um but yeah the i think even more so than homecoming and Far From Home, they actually utilize the character well. Um, and obviously, I like Tony Stark's presence in Homecoming because it's, in my opinion at least, it was just enough. He's in like three scenes and they're short scenes and that's it. But in this one, Doctor Strange is like still a side character in it and, he, and he's in it just enough. But like the scenes that he's in, ooh, good. Like he, Benedict Cumberbatch, killing it. He, he he i could see him down the line in a couple more movies being just as iconic as iron man captain america i really think so i think it's that good of a performance of a character um and i like his interactions with spider-man in this movie i i like how he's kind of the cynical side of this dilemma but not too cynical he still loves peter and i think that's an important thing about this movie is that like he, yeah, t uh, Doctor Strange can be a bit of a dick, kind of like Tony Stark and et cetera, et cetera. But, like, he does have that empathy there. It just needs to, like, come out a little uh, a little longer. Or, or or it takes a little bit longer for him to, to show that empathetic side. So I think him playing both sides like that, I think Benedict Cumberbatch does a really good job in this movie. Um, and the fight is great. The CGI fight, uh, really fun. Really, uh, you know, trippy. Um, I, I think that that fight's amazing. Um, uh, just like Captain America: Civil War, I think they, those two clash so well in in the same way that Captain America and Iron Man clash in those other movies. Uh, so yeah, I think he's great in this, and it's just enough. Patrick. Yeah, I mean, is it Doctor Strange? I guess that's a million dollar question. You know, I'm out of here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm out of here. Is it Doctor Strange, Nick? Or is was it, it Mephisto? Mephisto, evil Doctor Strange. Was it a scroll the whole time who could if, use magic? What if it was? Surprise! Um, um, yeah, I mean, I, I was worried, as I as I said earlier, like it wasn't going to be a Spider-Man movie because of the presence of Doctor Strange and the presence of like the Iron, uh, Iron Man's material. It was going to be too focused, but it didn't. It just turned out to be like, kind of like in the video games when there's another, when the human torch they utilize in one of the video games really well. And he's like, Oh, he's just there. He's, and you can help, he can use you to help him solve your own problems, but he's got problems of his own. So it's not really connected. And I thought that was a really well done. And I'm not the biggest fan of the first Dr. Strange movie. I wish it was a little more gritty. -er. Um, 
of a character, but I'm really excited for the second. And it really leaves so many possibilities as, you know, Sam Remy direct directed it. Yes. And like, if and David are like, yes, Dr. Strange <laughs> is mentioned in the movies in, in Tobey Maguire's movies. So it's, it leaves a bunch of, uh, um, questions to be answered. Very exciting questions. And so, yeah, I, I was a fan, a fan of it. Sweet. David. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you both 100%. I want to add why I, I, I actually, um, having seen it again, uh, I, I think it's the highlight of this movie. And I was so surprised by that because like you both, I was terrified of what it might mean because, uh, uh, and this has been set to death, so I won't ponder on it. But the Tony Stark relationship in the last few movies, I thought was like a real uh, a detriment to this uh, interpretation of Spider-Man. Um, but what I thought worked so well here was both of their um, uh, roles, their sides of the story felt so clear and very reasonable. Like, um, and I actually don't know if you'll agree with this because I've heard some people disagree on this. But like, I it actually, I I was I I was on board with the 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 way that Peter got to Doctor Strange in the movie. And 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 like you already said, their interactions are great, and um, and all that the setup with the whole the back and forth of call me sir, call me Stephen, um, the way it pans out throughout the whole movie, I thought was really handled well. Um, the the mirror dimension scene, and and this leads into my bigger thought on the action and the visuals in this movie, which. Um, I could I could ramble on and I won't. I, I see the fear in your eyes. You can I'm ramble not. a little bit. You can ramble a little <laughs> um, bit. <laughs> but like I thought it was the hands down the best sequence, the best action in that movie for the reason that you could see everything. And um uh and it and you and you felt both sides, like they're both in the right, and that conflict was so clear, so slap is the blah blah so established. So uh just uh <laughs> um I'm running out of words, but that, but I agree with you both. And, and that's what I had to say. No, that's so well said. Oh, sorry. I just wanted to say that Hunter. Um, yeah, I, I liked it. I couldn't tell you why I was a fan of the first Dr. Strange movie. I saw it so long ago and haven't seen it since, but I liked it. All right. Clearly I like this the most out of everyone here. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's great. There's some really cringy jokes in it. But I think it's a great movie that has a f probably the best third act in maybe any Marvel movie. Hot take? I don't think so. No, I, <laughs> I could probably agree with that. Saying that, I haven't seen it since I first saw it. Doctor but Strange I, doesn't I, fight anyone! He doesn't fight the I villain! Did. And he just, sorry. But, <laughs> but, and he has to accept his fate. He has shaking hands at the end. He looks in the mirror. He knows what he's got to do now. He's got to be a hero. He's got to be for everyone, not just himself. It's great. Anyway. I love it. Um, yeah, and I, I like him in this movie. I think it's great. I think um, uh, his like quips are funny. I think how he treats Peter is uh, funny. Like he still treats him like a kid, you know, uh, because he is one. Um, but yeah, I liked it. I don't know if I have any <laughs> thoughts. Well, no, you know amazing. I mean? I mean, no, no, no. I, I hear you. It's just funny. Yeah, yeah you know, it, uh, I don't like the first one. I like it here. All right. It's funny. It's funny. I'm not making fun of you. It's funny. You know All right. what, man? <laughs> uh oh, wait, you have a portal now? What are you doing? Wait, 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 come back. <laughs> you know uh, what, man? <laughs> See ya. <laughs> oh, by the way, we didn't talk about this, but I like that Ned is magic. 
It does, does it come out of nowhere? Yes, but I like it anyway. Uh, the next uh, character that we should talk about is Doc Ock. Dr. Otto Octavius. Um, obviously, this was uh, a big character to bring back. David is slinking into his chair. Um, obviously, there's a lot of anticipation here for you know how he's used in the movie hunter is also flabbergasted um because he he's scared that david doesn't like the talk in this movie um <laughs> very um very. but anyway so alfred molina is back and and patrick i'll start with you actually um how, uh, what did you think of dr octopus in this movie dr octopus octopus i think one of when I was talking with my brother, when the trailer came out, we were really worried um, when we saw Doc Ock because we we're like, oh, it's going to ruin like our favorite arc of a villain of all time. And seeing him be a villain again, we're like, what does that mean? Does that mean it was all a race? So we were freaking out. And I thought if they were going to do this, they handled, they did it the best they could. They still gave him of a villain becoming a better person. I mean, I think this like it was cool to see in Spider-Man 2 of a more redeeming thing of him going against his arms instead of him getting an aid to go against his arms in this movie. Um, but that's, it doesn't it just it keeps the character the same for me. And I think his sunglasses are pretty dope in this new one. I'm not going to lie. Um, so, yeah, I really I, I was pumped to see him again and I was pumped that it didn't ruin Spider-Man 2 for me david how much time do i have uh you have uh five minutes okay um ah um let me start with this and to just to give it credit because you are so right patrick like um this is the best they could have ever done it and it really is a remarkable feat in and of itself that that it because um um oh man man words <laughs> so, so futile in this moment um uh, very important character you guys know that um yeah uh very important movie and so i wait you like spider-man too you do? Yeah, wait, have I mentioned that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh okay. To that. Uh, okay, well, just to clarify, guys. Guys, David likes Spider-Man 2. All I right, go on. I do like Spider-Man 2. But um, it's <laughs> it's one of the things I'm so conflicted about. Because, like, my heart is so happy to see him back. And and and, uh, and that, that, that I'll never forget when that trailer dropped and seeing those arms. Because I was never sure if it was the same version that they were bringing back. Um, or if it was a variant version, like just like what you were saying earlier, Nick. But um, there's a really great video out there by Full Fat Videos, which I know, Nick, you're a fan of. Yeah. Um, he made a really great video recently that talked about this, about um, Doc Ock in this movie. And what he said, and the gist of it is like, you, you, you bring him back and you don't retcon it, which is a great choice. It's um, You don't want to retcon it. You don't want to take away from the power of Spider-Man 2 and the ending. But what it, you do inevitably do is you, you water down, you water down that movie because you're doing the same thing over again, but it's not as good. 
and it's just it's because you're it's um i know that's like a broad general broad stroke of a way to say that the action in this movie for doc gawk is just was very underwhelming because like the thing with doc Ock and those arms is they're very powerful and they're very much a force and they're very much personality driven and and it's not to say that they're not in there at all like the fact that they're alive and they're ai and they like and they talks with them at a few moments but the thing that i missed from this was the the snarls the body language of it and it goes into the use of cgi and i, I guess that gets into a broader conversation about cgi in not even just these movies in hollywood in general um yeah. because and it's not even the fact that you needed to have it be a uh, uh, prosthetic, like actual uh, tentacle arms, because I definitely understand the the point that it's like you know it's easier for the actor and for you know the 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 other stuff that's going on to have it be visual, but 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 for me that 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 doesn't excuse the fact that like you 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 there's there's still like a way of like when he's picking up a car or he's picking up a big like a uh, cylinder thing i'm so stupid i'm forgetting what those things no, are no yeah well on the trucks yeah 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 that it's like it feels and it gets into the broader thing about action too it feels not real it feels too cartoony it feels like there's there's no real weight there's no real punch to it um and and it's like those are those were important parts. Like I, I was really missing from it. And and like God bless Alpha Molina. God bless him. Cause he's great. And he's oh and he's just like uh he gets right back into it. And um uh um uh, okay, I I yeah, that that's probably the gist of it. I, I could go on for hours, but like um so it's I'm complicated. Spare, I'm spare you all. It's complicated. To <laughs> you like that Alfred Molina is back and you like the performance, but you don't maybe necessarily love how they use that character. Yes, it's tricky. It's a very tricky line. And that's kind of why I'm very harsh on it. Like, I, I'll admit that proudly. Like, I'm very, very harsh critic on Spider-Man in general. But um, Right. Yeah. It's interesting uh, because everything you're saying is true, right? Like, it, like the like it does. It's not nearly as good as his role in Spider Man Two, right? I mean, like we could. I think we can all probably agree on that. We can agree on this. Um, uh, Hunter, no, no, no. Um, but uh, and obviously his arc is so beautiful in Spider Man Two, right? That like what both of you have said, Patrick and David, about like yeah, you know, he he uh, in his own he makes his own choice. Like, no, you don't control me anymore. The, uh, oh yeah that's so important that's so important <laughs> that whole agency and it's right so, yeah I, yeah i felt a little wishy-washy on that whole aspect. yeah and I'll, I'll talk about that actually because uh, it's interesting so like obviously this whole thing with the movie is like let's bet you know let's help the villains and you know obviously there is the argument that some people have made like oh but like if spider-man is doing it and they're he's doing a, a fix on them and and it's not on like their choice does it make it worse and I, my answer is yes and no. Where, like, you really need to show, though, that these Spider-Men, like, are helping the villains, right? So, I think in this movie it really works. And I think that's why it doesn't bother me. Because it's the movie isn't about, like, the villains necessarily 110% making that choice to be good. 
per se. But but I also just to talk about uh, Alfred Molina, um, I love his performance in this. Do I think it? Once again, it's not as good as Spider Man Two, um, but it's still really good. I I I really like how it's a little different from spider-man 2 but not too different where like he's he's making these like he's really angry in this right and he wasn't necessarily that way in in spider-man 2 but i i'll allow it because he's in this situation and and he it kind of like i don't know it kind of amps up that kind of like i don't know anger angry energy in this movie that he has about just like everything and he's like throwing out all these like comments like he's like he's almost like a drama queen i love it like like he's almost like ah, oh, what do you want what are we doing here peter you know and it's like oh you know what though like look to, to separate spider-man 2 a little bit i'm because that's what i'm trying to do here um personally it still really works in this movie he starts one way it doesn't ruin spider-man 2 that's fine that happened this in this movie he starts one way and because of peter's help not only does he get better, but then he makes the choice at the end of the movie to help them. That's why it works for me. It the 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 warmth is there, um, and but also the 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 kind of ang anger is there too. Do I wish they did a better job? Yeah, of course I do. I'm not saying this is like the best way to use a Doc Ock, but I do think it's a great way to use him. No, that's and a fair I point. I don't disagree with that at all. That's definitely valid. And once again, it, it uh, some people also said, why not just pluck him when he, like, like redeemed Doc Ock? Once again, on paper, yeah, that, that kind of slaps, right? Like, he's just, he's just good. But once again, in this movie, in this specific story, we need to start Doc Ock in a certain place. It really wouldn't actually make sense if he started out good, like, immediately, you know? And once again, he's not really a bad guy for the most part. He's kind of just tortured, and then he gets help, and then he helps back. I, st I still think it really works for me because once again, he's not the focus. He's not the main threat. The main threat is someone else. But Hunter, what are your thoughts on Doc Ock? Yeah, you know, I didn't really have any issues with it at all. I thought it was uh, fun seeing him back. And I, I didn't think that they, again, they didn't ruin Spider-Man 2. Um, and I didn't even, th maybe it was just because I'm, I was so like, hyped up about it and just seeing him back that I was like, this is perfect. And they couldn't have done it better. Maybe that'll change if I, if uh, not, if when I see it again, yeah. Um, uh, if, yeah, if, if we'll see. All right. It wasn't yeah, that yeah. good. I don't know. No, um, maybe it'll <laughs> change once I see it again, but right now I'm, I'm just struggling to think what they could have done better. You know what I mean? Given the circumstances, I, I don't think that they, that they could have. And if they could have, I think it would have been um, a detriment to all of the other villains if they focused on like doing him right a little more, if that makes any sense at all. But yeah, I I loved it. I thought it was like him and then uh, Green Goblin, who we'll talk about just a little later, um, I think were like my favorites. That's who I came to see. So I loved it. Yeah. And I also just loved, uh, j just because I, I, I've, maybe we won't mention this so i, I want to mention now the scene where he does get his his uh, arms fixed and he does like kind of wake up after everything the way the the camera just like lives in that moment right and it kind of like just pushes forward his his to you know to his reaction to like and what does he say just like i don't know like the voice is like it, it's been so long 
right? Something like that. I forgot how yeah. quiet it was. That it's a genuinely great moment. For, it's I such a good moment, and that's why for me at least it kind of redeems all the maybe little things that I have a problem with with Doc Ock because we get moments like that. Um, so yeah, uh, we all kind of like Doc Ock somewhat. David, you probably like him the least out of all of us yeah which just, is but, but once again me because like no no no, no, no. I, but also that all that stuff you said was 110 percent valid i kind of agree but also he's but also i i i love him in the movie if that makes sense i'm conflicted because like uh the heart the the heart mind really loved him being in this but my objective like storyteller filmmaking mind was like was it the best choice to have him be a, a, in it at all? But that gets into, you know, a larger question of it. But as it stands, ever I, I don't disagree with anything anyone said. Like, it is definitely the best they could have possibly done. And that in and of itself is a, is a miracle. Absolutely, a miracle. Um, so we're getting to the big, big boys now, or for this one, a girl. Uh, Mary Jane, or uh, MJ. Um, not Mary Jane. Uh, Michelle Jones, Watson. Um, ah, Mary Jane. Ah! <laughs> ah, whatever, dude. Yeah. Mary Jane. Yeah, yeah. I'm so old to that now. I don't know. I like how I've I've seen all three of the Tom Holland movies in the course of like a few weeks, and I'm like, I'm over it now. Just it's Mary Jane. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> but uh, so how do we feel about Zendaya in this movie, Patrick? Oh, um, probably my favorite version of MJ of Zendaya's MJ was in this movie. Um, I thought she leaned into the goth intro, like introvert extrovert in the first one. And it seemed so stereotypical. It made me kind of roll my eyes at it. The second one, I liked them kind of falling for each other. But the third one, I thought the ending scene um, between her and Tom Holland in the cafe when she doesn't remember was so well acted and it showed showed how great of actors they were um in the silence and i think we missed that from her mj and probably all the mjs really of this uh i don't know it, that um that scene will is the um is what i'll rem what i hold front for zendaya's mj um is that scene and it kind of forgives a lot of the rest of my annoyance with it but so that's how i kind of feel about it maybe we'll see we'll probably see a lot more in the coming movies i would guess yeah also we should all say individually like if we think we'll see more of her so you you, you say we'll see more uh david yeah I, I do oh sorry yeah yeah um david why do you like kirsten dunst more <laughs> you know what actually I, I i was having a conversation with one of my friends from my uh emerson program uh who also loves the spider-man movies and we were talking about uh kirsten dunst because she doesn't like kirsten dunst in the original movies and her reasoning for it was because she doesn't have agency in those movies and it's not something i disagree with it is a very valid point um and it, and, it, and um it's actually kind of the reason why i also don't like uh Zendaya in the first two movies. Well, actually, the second one, I think less so. But um, um, but also just to defend Kirsten Dunst, because I left that, I shouldn't leave that open-ended. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I set you up for that. 
Precisely, I will do you justice. Um, uh, like the the Spider-Man Two extended cut, just to say very brief, briefly, um, I th is it it, it, it it shows more of why I love that version of MJ. Um, and I love MJ. I love MJ in the first movie too because I that was always a character I related to like the most for like many personal reasons. Uh, just the way she set up in that movie, um, like like her home life and all that is just something that really connected with me. And so. Um, and seeing that progress into the second movie always hit me even more. And so, and you see more of that in the extended cut. For as much as I think Spider-Man 2 is the most perfectly edited, perfectly timed movie in existence, um, the second cut shows just more, expands on that more. And so, so, so that's my little blurb. But for, but for Zendaya, um, yeah, no, I agree with Patrick. Like, I've never been a fan of this version of her. And, and it's, it's such a shame because I really love Zendaya and Tom Holland. Like, they honestly, I have such great chemistry with each other, but I've never felt like that's been shown as much in these movies because Zendaya is playing this character that's really one note and it feels like it, it, it inhibits like this, this really authentic connection that they have with each other. And what I really loved about this movie was that it does show that more, especially in the second half. Um, so I, I really do love her a lot in this movie. And I do think we will see more of her and Ned in these movies, especially since they set up the fact that they go to MIT. And I and I presume that's going to be like a big part in like the next Black Panther movie. Um, Ooh, interesting. Yeah, because they've been filming at MIT, just like down here in Boston. Huh. Um, that's a little like, fun fact there. I hope Marvel doesn't get you. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Kevin Feige wanna... doesn't take out his uh, sniper rifle and get There's you. There's a red dot right by you, David. Oh no! What duck? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin's like, gotcha, bitch. Oh my God. No, uh, Marvel is that uh, James Franco, Tobey Maguire meme of like him looking down on him in the theater. James Franco. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Kevin Feige is looking at you right now, just like that. Um, yeah, I uh, I have some complicated thoughts about her in the previous two movies too. I I actually once again this is my lens. I actually like her a lot in Homecoming. I think she's hilarious. I think she's just that weird kid that's just like around and everyone's like, why are you here? And she's like, am I here though? And you know what I mean? Like, it's it's just so like, oh, that's cute. She doesn't have a lot to do in that movie, but I think like it's, 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 uh, it's funny. Uh, and the second one, I think she has a lot more to do and I think she's great, but I also don't think they focus on her that much in that movie, which is why it's so disappointing. I actually like the portrayal, though. I just think the way they handle it in Far From Home is kind of slight. Once again, just like the whole movie to me. Um, but in this one, I think, yeah, the best she's ever been. But, like, you know, we're kind of saying about most characters right now uh, in, in these movies. But it's true. I mean, like, the way, like, she still has that cynical kind of energy that she had in the previous movies. But now we have like kind of an emotional arc that from like beginning, middle and end just in this movie about disappointment and about, and, and you know, it, it's a small corner of the movie, but I think it's a corner that really works. And by the end turns into this beautiful thing, this beautiful scene with Tom Holland and her at the end of the movie at the coffee shop. Um, yeah. I, uh, yeah. She's, she's still funny in this, but once again, it, it, it's a more of an emotional anchor, like, uh, Gwen Stacy and uh, Mary Jane Watson in the other movies. So I think like they finally get her really right here, and uh, and it's exciting to see. And 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 those final moments really work because Zendaya's is great. You know those those moments don't work 
if a lesser presence or actress is, is doing or is doing those scenes. But because we love, especially in this movie, because we love Zendaya now in these movies, that stuff really, really works for me. And so at the end, it, it it's really touching and, and beautiful. And I really like her a lot in this movie. I think she's great. I, and I, I also agree that we will probably most likely see more. We will see her probably not for the next movie, but maybe the movie after we see like, oh, she's got the red hair. Oh, she's Mary Jane in the comics. Uh, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be a kind of an interesting reveal. Like, hey, Tiger, or whatever she says in that comic panel. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Everyone's shaking their hands. But, um, <laughs> but, um, but I, do, I do, I do think she'll come back in a significant way. Do I think she'll remember everything immediately? No. But I think eventually down the line she will, because I think the love is strong now, and I think that's like an interesting way to do that in a cinematic universe. We wait a little bit, and then we come back to it, and it'll be even more satisfying that way. So I think she's great in this. Thumbs up, Zendaya, Hunter. Yeah, I. I mean, she's no Emma Stone, which is fine. Um, but who is? I, <laughs> but who is? You know, um, I I've liked her in all three of these movies. Um, like I said in uh, it must it probably was our Far From Home uh, podcast episode where I was like, uh, with Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield, like I get like the there's like a sexual tension between them. You know what I mean? And I get why they're together because of that. With, wow. Um, with uh <laughs> with Toby and Kirsten, like I, I I get that they're like um romantically involved, so I get why they're together because of that. This is the first time that I've seen oh wow, like these guys are such best friends, and I get that friendship connection first, and I'm like, oh, then it builds off of that. And I think um that I really, really appreciate that about uh Zendaya and Tom Holland. Uh and yeah, I really like her, especially in those last moments. Um, that scene is like fucking heartbreaking like i was sobbing it was heartbreaking um do i think we'll see her again maybe do i think we should no i think that's (gasps) i know everybody went oh my gosh he did not just say that um hunter i'm actually kind of with you i can see that like panning out because like at the very least not for a while maybe i mean i the reason i think she'll come back is because she wants like like she wants to be in them, I, I imagine. Like she's, uh, uh, yeah. No, I don't want to be in a movie with my boyfriend. Like, Bye. Bye. <laughs> but, uh, but I think that's a valid point, Hunter. Yeah. Yeah, I just I think that this is a perfect exit for Tom Holland from this trilogy, and then if they went Tom back, Holland, what do you mean? You said Tom Holland exits this trilogy. Yes. No, no, that's what that's what I mean. Because oh, I thought you meant like the actor. Like, all right, I'm out. No, 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 no. Uh, I'm finally I, Spider-Man. I gotta go. I gotta go now. Um, no, like Peter. I got Parker homework. From I got homework to do, guys. I can't be this Spider-Man person. Um, wait, wait, the Spider-Man now? I gotta go. Uh, I'm a Spider uh, Boy. I'm Night that. Monkey. Okay, I gotta yeah. go. Um. No, but I think it's a perfect exit for our, for Peter Parker from this little MCU world, and mm. to be his own thing. Meet Gwen Stacy, maybe. Yeah. No. Boo. Yeah. Like, Boo. Supposed to be with you, girl. 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, bring back Emma Stone. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, see, pa Patrick and I, we know, dude, yeah. we are Gwen Stacy stands over Gwen here. Stacey. MJ, she's not even the real MJ. She's not even Mary Jane. Just bring in Gwen Not Stacey. my Mary Jane. <laughs> not my Mary Jane. Bring in yeah. Gwen Stacy. She's she's hot. <laughs> well, I do think in the next one they should bring in Black Cat. That'd be pretty cool. Dude, bring in Black Cat. Let's freaking do this. Yeah. Anya Taylor-Joy. Felicia? Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, oh yeah. fuck it. I'll be Black Cat. All right. Nice. Um, <laughs> you finally are in a Spider-Man movie, Hunter. Finally. We did it. I we did it. Guys, we did it. Fuck it. I'll be Black Cat. <laughs> Just be the rent guy. It's fine. Um, uh, so, yeah, we all like uh, uh, Mary Jane in this. Or, or Michelle Jones, MJ. Um, now let's talk about another big one. Uh, Aunt May. So obviously she has uh, more to do in this movie. Is it better? Is it worse? How do we feel about hot Aunt May? But also, um, how do we feel about Marissa Tomei in these movies? Uh, Patrick. Yeah, Marissa Tomei. You know, my cousin Vinny, all in all. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, I did not see the death coming. I did not see them redoing the line and it got me and kudos to them because I, I thought what a unique way to rehash something that's been done so much that felt in the Garfield one already rehashed when they tried to do it again. And I was like, you know what they, he was taught the lesson of Spider-Man in a different unique way from a figure we've already established that was so important in, tom holland's life like we already believe that we are it, she was already there she was the most important figure for tom holland spider-man so i was i was a big fan i was a big fan i liked her throughout all the movies i thought it was a cool take on aunt may and i was a big fan of her saying the line and cut me off guard so. great david yeah, no, that was a great moment to experience in this theater, like uh, when that line got said. Uh, and, uh, oh man, Marissa um, uh, Tomei uh, in these movies, um, it's been said a lot, but I. Brace, I brace yourselves. It. Yeah, like. Um, she is one of the reasons why I very dislike, very much dislike Homecoming, um, because of they just don't do anything with her. And um, I have a very specific moment, if I may share it really, really briefly. Like yeah. um, in Homecoming, when Peter loses the suit and he's walking back home, and and he walks back in, and Aunt May is about to grill him, and then he, and then as she's about to get going, he says, "I lost a Stark internship," and then it just completely ends there. It ends it, like Aunt May just like stops what she's saying and is like, and that's the end of it. Um, that kind of symbolizes how I feel about Aunt May in this whole trilogy, um, because I, I don't know if it, it's bizarre because it's like, um, uh, it's not Aunt May, like, because there's no real. I don't know. I've never felt a real connection there because, like, you you, you get into Far From Home, and she it's not even a, a question at all that he's Spider Man and he's doing all these things and he's like he's like at the oh the fact that she works at that um 
I for I for the shelter, the fact that she works at the shelter was never an important thing until this movie. And I really like that they make an important thing in this movie, but because it was just never a thing that was like set up in the earlier movies, it's like like it, it sounds really nitpicky, but it, it really like goes such a long way when you get to the end of this movie and where it's supposed to be this huge big thing that I don't know, for, for me it never really hit. And um but you know, having said all of that. I do think they course corrected really well in this movie because she is an important part um, and and it's used really well. I'm really mad that it got spoiled for me that she died. I read on Twitter like months in advance that someone wrote that Aunt May died and it was it was months in advance. So I didn't think I didn't think anything of it. And I walked in this room like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, it's happening. And then it happened. So I was. Very bummed about that. And I think it did take away from me a bit. But objectively, it was a really great moment. And um, I feel terrible saying that about a death scene. But, um, like... Kill her again! <laughs> Woo! Do it again! <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I think I think she was done really well in, in this movie, very genuinely. Yeah, I agree with you somewhat about Aunt May. I mean, like, I, I actually do really like her in Homecoming. Do I think she's as Ooh. good as... Oh, no. Ooh. Watch out. No, no, no. I know. Uh, Rosemary Harris is Aunt May. I mean, she will always be the best Aunt May on screen. I don't think there's any way they're going to top it. Uh, shake your head all you want, Hunter. I'm right. Um, well, you haven't <laughs> seen Laundry Sheriff, Okay. Oh, okay, Sally Field Stan. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, we're getting into it now. The Battle of oh, the okay. Aunt Mays. So, the people listening to this are probably like, what are they doing right now? Okay. Um, uh-huh. uh, we're fighting via Zoom. Um, so, um, I don't like her in Far From Home, though. I think she, she kind of sucks, and she's kind of... Um, the worst it's inconsistent i think that's the thing i i was trying to get at it's inconsistent uh, I think you're getting at too yeah because she's a certain way in homecoming right she's like uh you see the danger you run the other way you know you can kind of the subtext is i lost uncle ben i don't want the same thing to happen to you right and then far from home she finds out he's spider-man and she's like okay great Woo-hoo! you're spider-man all right and it's like Oi, they screwed that up. <laughs> and we've already talked about this before in our Far From Home episode. But regardless, I, I was very conflicted now with Aunt May. I was like, oh, are they going to kind of screw her up here too? Oh, uh, well, I, I hope the rest of it is good. And she's good in this. She's actually quite good in this. I um, This is also the best she's probably ever been too. I mean, I once again, there's a beginning, middle, and end emotional through line with her character, when with her relationship with Peter in this movie, about like, look, you gotta help them. I know they're bad guys, I know they're this and that, but you gotta help them anyway. And there's this kind of like inverse of it, Uncle Ben, where like, you know, like, you know, Peter does what she says, and also, you know, part of him obviously wants to do that too, but like, it's like, okay, Aunt May, I'll do it. Um... And Green Goblin kills her, and and as opposed to Uncle Ben in the Raimi movie, she's like, no, this was this was right. Like even though this happened, like this this was the right thing to do, Peter. Look at me, 
you did the right thing. And it's like, oh, that's such a beautiful way to do that in a new way. It's the same, but also really different in the, and it, and it works in the context of what is going on in this movie and the death scene's great. She's great in it. Uh, you know, the way she just like, I don't know, it seems like she's fine, but then she collapses and she says, you know, I just need to catch my breath. And it's just a beautiful way to end it. And because she's a young Aunt May, we were like, oh, well, she'll probably be Aunt May for a million movies. And so I was shocked when she died in this. I was like, all right, maybe she'll die, but maybe not. Maybe Happy will die because he's kind of a father figure. Maybe he'll die. That's how they'll they'll put a death into this movie. But no, they did the better choice and made it really impactful. And that's what I kind of miss in these Marvel movies. So we, we did something like that here. They didn't pull their punches. She did a great job. Do I wish they kind of set up that more in other movies? Absolutely. But I think just seeing it for this movie and as someone who liked her in Homecoming and other appearances, I think they did right by her here. I think this was another redemption that I didn't know I was going to get in this movie. Hunter? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm hearing a lot of Aunt May criticisms right now, okay? <laughs> and I just want to ask everybody, have you seen her? She's hot Aunt May. Yeah, dude. well, that's the point of the movies, though, that there's just jokes about how hot she is. So, you, what are you, a Marvel movie? What are you, maybe? <laughs> maybe. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what, were we having a serious discussion and I did a quip? Maybe. <laughs> exactly, what are you, a Marvel <laughs> movie? <laughs> <laughs> and is Far From Home one of my favorite Marvel movies? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, no, I like her. I, I see the criticism uh, when you're saying that she's inconsistent because, like, Nick, you're right, like, where she says, um, like, oh, run from the danger. And then she's all like, yeah, you're Spider-Man. I love this. And it's like, wait, what? We mit- Was there, like, a Lion King one and a half situation? Did we miss something here? <laughs> so funny that's good that's good someone write that down that's fucking brilliant is there a lion king one <laughs> that was well, it, just feel, it just feels like we missed the whole movie where it's like <laughs> there was a problem here i bet you um but yeah and she's great in this movie and the death scene i remember thinking when uh green goblin did the bomb and it blew off or whatever and uh she went flying i was like oh my god they killed her Oh my God, they killed her. And then she got up and I was like, that's fucking fantastic. Nice job, guys. Really great. And then she fell down and I said, oh my God, you pulled me every which way. And now she's dead. And then when she says that line, it's like, damn, because I know like, Nick, I remember you telling me that there was criticism about them not saying that line um, throughout the two movies. And it's like, well, maybe just give them a second. Like, maybe they have a plan to make it more meaningful than Patrick, or you were saying Amazing Spider-Man. Like, you know what I mean? So I think I think it's it's all great. I think it was like, I know it sounds funny to say that there's a master plan behind saying that line, but I think there was. I really do, because it, otherwise it just would have been a carbon copy of the same fucking thing, and it's just like, all right, it means nothing. But now it means something again, which is great. Brilliant, yeah. Uh, amazing. Um, Green Goblin, Willem Dafoe. Um, he's the main. He's really the main villain of this movie. He's the one that kind of propels everything into the way it is at the end. He's uh, back after what twenty years? Yeah, twenty years years from this May. There we go. Thank you, David. Of course, you would know exactly. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, Which is when the next Doctor Strange movie comes out, you know? That's right. Like, it's that's insane. Right. But anyways. No, uh, exactly. Um, so, yeah. Um, did they do right by our boy Willem, Patrick? William Defoe. <laughs> All right, thank you, Patrick. Right. <laughs> um, Thanks. Anyway, David. <laughs> that's all I got. That's all I got. Um, best uh best outfit change for sure goes to Green Goblin too. Like, what a cool way to revamp and like touch upon the classic outfit of Green Goblin. Um, yeah, I mean he's just great. He plays a great villain, and he like he was he's evil. Like the god, the stuff makes him just evil and like manipulative the whole time, and that's what's great about. I love a villain who is just evil because he's evil. Like, and that's what he, that's the goblin taking over is just evil. I thought it was a great, um, I thought it was a great, uh, we all saw coming, I think, of him turning back and like them fighting. Um, but I thought the death scene of Aunt May was great. I thought the ending scene with like, uh, Tom Holland trying to kill him and Tobey Maguire stopping him with, Green Goblin was really a really fascinating scene. Um, so yeah, I mean, just you gotta love a gotta love William Defoe. Can't go wrong. He's the foe. He's the foe, baby. Defoe. William Defoe. Brilliant, uh, David. Yeah. Oh my God. One thousand percent agree on that redesign. It is masterful. Um, I'm I'm biased. I was really kind of hoping that they would bring back the animatronic mask that almost went into the first movie. Because, man, I daydream about that every single day for the last 20 years. <laughs> How awesome it would have been to have that freaking terrifying thing. Yeah, that um, would have been dope, yeah. Yeah, um, but it was great. And he was great. Just God bless him. God bless Willem Dafoe, like all of them. But, like, um, to get into my nitty-gritty thoughts, um, because I loved... I loved how he was used. I loved how he was a threat. I loved his fights. But the thing about his fights, I wish they were filmed better. And it's not to say that they were bad, because they weren't bad. It's just like, here's the thing. And this gets into my frust deep frustration with like so many movies nowadays, is you have so many extreme close-ups. You have dark lighting. And you have this, well, I'm going to demonstrate. You have this shaky cam thing going on that <laughs> is yes. so frustrating because you can't see what's happening. I, it's just so <laughs> deeply painful for me. I say with full drama queen attitude. <laughs> um, but you love Willem in the movie. He's so great, and that and he's there's no there's no ifs ands and or buts. Um, Amazing, yes. Amazing. Uh, so as uh, you know, and probably everyone in the world knows, I fucking love Green Goblin. I he's one of my favorite villains of all time. In Spider Man One, he's just one of the best villains. I mean, he's just so good. Um, it's hard to top him in Spider Man One. Uh, and so the MCU decided, no, we're not going to try to top it. We're going to bring him back. Um, and yeah, I mean, just like what you said, he's fantastic in the movie. He's, it's, it's like he never 
stopped playing him. You know, it's like he, ne- it's, it's just like legit the exact same performance. And I think in that way, I love that. It's brilliant. Like that's what's, that's my big pro of that performance is it's the exact same performance. And that's amazing. Um, some movies you'd be like, huh, but like, no, this is like exactly it. He's pure evil. He, he just wants Peter Parker to suffer. And that's kind of what the best Spider-Man villains, that's what they got to do. You know, that's, that's, that's what they, their purpose is. And for him to kind of revel in that purpose is great. Uh, I love the way he, just like in Spider-Man 1, you know, just like turns like one way to the other, you know, just like, uh, you know, he's Norman and then he's the, the Goblin. He does the voice perfectly, just like in the last one. Like, it's a little higher. It's a little, you know, and uh, it's great. I I don't, I love the action scenes, actually. So I'll disagree with you uh, with, with with that, David. I think they're that They're choreographed apart- really well. I will give you this. They're choreographed really well. I wish they were filmed better was, was my feeling on it. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. Um, but I felt the punches in that action scene especially when he's legit punching will in the phone he's like <laughs> and turning just like more and more like maniacal and so happy and and evil it's great i mean i don't know the just the the emotional kind of purpose of him too like he kills aunt may and spider-man is out to get him and we'll kind of talk about it more with tom holland but like the banter he has the way he looks at tom holland just the same way he looks at Toby Maguire, the way, you know, when they're fixing the, the Doc Ock stuff, and then he just, like, you know, he says, like, oh, well, if you ever stop uh, by my multiverse, you know, maybe we'll, you know, uh, uh, work together sometime. And then he looks at him just the same way, where he's like, ah, hey, Peter, hi. You know, and it's just like, oh, perfect. I mean, like, legit perfect. Do I wish he was in it more? Yeah, sure. But, um, but as a whole, I think he's fantastic. He's, I guess, by default now, one of the best Marvel Cinematic Universe villains, so... There's that great redesign, more, more of an excuse to show his face. You know, I think that was my only critique with the mask in uh, Spider-Man one is that like, now we just have more opportunities to see him really go for it with just his face. He did his own stunts. That's great. He's a King. I love him. Uh, Yeah. He's just perfectly used in this movie. It's scary. It's funny. It's, it's everything you want. Yeah, no, uh, I, I agree. I was so excited when, I saw him on screen. My God. And honestly, I I think it's a better performance. I do. I think I'm I'm I was legit scared of him this time around. And that scene that you're talking about where he's uh Tom Holland's punching him and like he just keeps coming back like ah, ah and it's like, oh dude, that's like straight out of a freaking horror movie or something. I thought it was so good. And and Nick, you're right, like it, it's like he never stopped playing him. And the preface, even in the dialogue, like even in the dialogue, it seems like stri- like like just ripped out of like early two thousands dialogue. You know, like Norman's on sabbatical, honey, and it's just like I was not expecting that. Like I was expecting like maybe the same performance, but just even in the writing and and the way he talks is like ripped out of those movies. Like it's I don't a miracle, a miracle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and I know that people probably have a problem with him saying I'm something of a scientist myself. I fucking loved it. I don't care what anybody says. It's fan service at its fucking finest. That was like the only fan service moment where I was like, okay. Oh, uh, well, see, it, it, it's... All right, I love you, Willem. Maybe it is like... Uh, like if Give me a kiss. Well, it's... <laughs> it's Sorry, not like I didn't mean to not, say that. No. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. It's not like... 
it's not like if Peter says like, or it's not like if Tobey Maguire comes in and says pizza time. Maybe it is like that, but I think that it works so bit. well for me. I, it, I think it is a little bit like that, but I think this is better and it worked really well. But I also probably would have liked if he fucking said pizza time because I'm an idiot. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm an idiot. Because <laughs> I'm an idiot, okay? I like stupid stuff. I realized that. And I liked it Look, when he said- all you wanted was Lizard throwing the chemicals and you're set. And I didn't get it. So at least I got I'm something of a scientist myself, okay? So you love him. You love him in the movie. Great. We yeah, all love Green Goblin. That's probably the one constant that we can all agree with. So that's great. Um, yeah. uh, amazing. Uh, and speaking of amazing, <laughs> hey. it's, time, it's time to talk about the Spider-Men. Time. I took it from the Alamo draft house. I knew it. I was like, did you fucking take that from the Alamo? <laughs> hey, you guys, do you, wanna, do you want me to read the menu to you guys? It's a special oh. menu. Can you see it? It's a special menu. It's oh, so wow. Cool. Okay. Fries, uh, I. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Uh, green Goblin Pizza. Mmm. Mmm. Yum. Green Goblin Loaded Fries. Mmm. I can I can attest to those. Those are so freaking good. Those oh were good as a, a good AF. Good AF. Oh my God! It's oh. Spider Man. Oh. <laughs> hey guys, I don't know how did I get here. Oh my god, I just came through this portal thing. That was hey, like, Spider-Man, oh. I'm Spider-Man. Yo, what? Oh. Wait, wait, we gotta do the point thing. We gotta do the point. <laughs> it's me. Hey, it's your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. It's your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. <laughs> and we got a Spider-Man in the behind uh, Patrick there. Oh, yeah, there it is. Oh my god, it's, yeah, it's also Spider-Man. Yeah, wait, okay, this is a good, like, uh, picture moment. Yeah. Oh, hey, it's Spider-Man! All the Spider-Men are here! Woo-hoo! <laughs> yeah, there you go. You got a point. Yeah, thank you, Patrick. <laughs> Three, two, one. Okay, great! <laughs> great! We did it. Andrew Garfield is back. How did we feel about Andrew Garfield in this movie? The Spider-Men are back. How'd you feel, Patrick? The Spider-Man on, on Garfield? Yes, or, uh, on Garfield. On, on Garfield. Garfield. He's back, baby. Better than ever. As as I said in, uh, when we talked about it last, I think the problem, the biggest problem with Garfield is he wasn't a high schooler and it didn't make sense that he was a high schooler with his shit. And now he's not a high schooler. He's his age and he's there and he went through some shit and it made it so much better. And obviously they threw him so much in this movie an arc because I think Sony's going to bring him back. I'm here for it. I want to see the third one. Um, uh, and I was just so excited. Garfield's just so talented. He's such a good actor. And like, he makes such specific choices with um, against the style, even of Mar. like you saw how different it was than even the Marvel quirkiness. Like his quirkiness was so specific to his Peter Parker and um it might have been a little cheesy and hokey and a little different from his other movies but i was i was a, a really excited to see him on screen again and um to see him redeemed if you will um to see garfield spider-man redeemed um because as everyone would say like he's the best spider-man not a great peter parker but i would argue he was a really strong peter parker in this movie um yeah and that's what my Garfield's back, baby. Prada's at the cleaners, but Garfield's here. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. 
Amazing. Uh, David, you finally have to talk about the Spider-Man. Go. God damn it. No, I'm still not ready to talk about it. Talk! Man, listen. I, well, uh, Hunter, you touched on something that was so true. That for every single time that these actors came on screen, I broke down uh, on that first night when I saw it. And, um, and when it finally got to the moment that we knew was coming... Um, it's just one of those things that is a, a gift. It was a true gift to to see that, to see to see all of them back, and um, and yeah, it was perfect. It truly was perfect. It really, really was like they were plucked right out, um, in every way, shape, and form. Uh, I, I. I, I really, it really just makes it much more tragic how the Amazing Spider-Man movies came out because Andrew Garfield is, he's, I mean, he's always been one of the best actors ever. Um, and it's just such a true gift that he was able to be given this. And I'm really happy just to, just to echo what you were already saying, Patrick, like it really is so special that that happened. And um um yeah someone else came back and that was pretty cool to see um <laughs> and we'll talk about him soon we'll talk about yeah. him soon yeah but andrew it was just running circles it was incredible yeah um exactly what you both uh were saying uh it's it just kind of shows uh, to preface i didn't love the the amazing spider-man movies i i thought they were pretty weak sauce but do I like the second one anyway, even though it's weak sauce? Yeah. I think it's like a, a, a really fun watch, even if it's not a great movie. Woo-hoo-hoo. Um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, th yeah, that's my review of Amazing Spider-Man 2. Woo-hoo. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, but I love him in this. He might be the best performance in the movie, actually, in my opinion. I... I think this is Redemption City, baby. This is just like total redemption. This is, it just kind of makes you think, right? If they were, if Andrew Garfield was in really good Spider-Man movies, would we need anything else after that? I don't know. I think it would, if, it, if he was in a, like in great hands, I think we would have got something really, really special. And this movie shows that we, we really could have. But at least we got something special in this movie with him. That's exactly what I wanted. After our talk about him in the, in those movies, Hunter, this is the redemption I wanted. This is it, this just shows the strengths of Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. Is that what you guys were saying? He's funny. He's quippy in a different way than than any other Spider-Man character. And, and it, once again, with that great suit in Amazing Spider-Man 2, it made me, like, nostalgic. Like, all right. And, and just pluck that, him in the costume and him, you know, as Spider-Man, in a different context, in a different movie. It's so much better. It's like, wow, this might be the best Spider-Man. <laughs> but, but you can't say that because, you know, obviously he only he's only really, really good in this. But once again, it makes you think, what could have been? And I want to see more. I think we're going to see more. Morbius got fucking delayed. Why? It's been two years. Because they're going to put him in the movie. That's why. They're going to insert him into the Venomverse, baby. That's what's going to happen. I can't wait. You see um, that poster in the back, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but um, he's even a better Spider-Man than Danny DeVito. I, I, 
I he's he's funny. He's sad. Every time he like talked, anytime he had an emotional scene, you just felt for him so immensely. And 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 I don't know. He's just doing so good here. He has some of the funniest lines. He like he really kind of steals this almost. And once again, I didn't think I would be saying that. And he's he's just so good here. Oh, what could have been? Oh, what could have been? But hey, maybe we'll get more real soon. Love you, Andrew. Speaking of Andrew, <laughs> hey Andrew, what do you what you think? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, you're Hunter LaSalle. Oh yeah. Uh dude, I can't begin to say the excitement that I felt when the portal opened up and he came in and he was like Oh, it was just so good and he's so good and the the comedic like duo of like him and Zendaya and like in that scene and like he's crawling on the ceiling and he's like oh, is that is that enough for you guys is that good is that good um but yeah I mean amazing spider-man and especially amazing spider-man 2 I really I really like uh I really like that movie I really like him in it and they did him such justice in this movie i can't even begin to explain how they did that because like i think amazing spider-man like those movies are in people's minds like the worst of the spider-man movies you know and so and i like that they touched on that too where he's like spider-man three or, or what did he say like yeah, uh, peter three yeah, Peter three. I'm Peter three. Whatever. And I think that was. I thought that that was so. He's kind of like the middle child that's so insecure about himself. Exactly. And I I really liked uh, that they did that. And even I think Andrew Garfield said in an interview, he's like, I'm like I get to be like the the middle brother, which is great. And I I think he also said he improved that line, the I love you guys. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. is so crazy to me. And I think like people were uh, talking about like how like excited he was like his Peter Parker to be there. And it's like, well, yeah, dude, like think about it. He lost everybody. He lost everybody. And now he sees these two people that like get it remotely. You know what I mean? So it's like, Oh, I love you guys. And it's so, he's so perfect in it. And I can't wait for amazing Spider-Man three because it's going to fucking happen. I'm putting it into the damn universe. It's going to happen. And I can't (laughs) wait for them to do it right this time. Mm-hmm. Well, I I don't know. I we'll see about Amazing Spider-Man three, but I do think he'll probably show up in like Venom and Morbius and all these movies. But maybe maybe we'll get a Spider-Man Amazing Spider-Man three. I don't know. I'm putting I, it out there. Putting it out there into the universe. Yeah. Mwah. 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 There it goes. Let's and the way that. the way he saves MJ in the movie is just so satisfying. It's one of those things that you're like, oh, they're not gonna really do that though. Like, okay, that's like a fanfic you think. And then they do it, and it's one of the best things about the movie. It's that like oh. that kind of just like satisfying moment of like he knows what he just did. He just saved someone, and it's different this time. And he just like I don't know saved this this relationship from becoming I don't know doomed or whatever. It's just so brilliant. Just the way, just his eyes, just the way he just he just knows like what he just did. It's just oh, I was I was sobbing. I was absolutely fucking sobbing and. Yeah, just the what you you said it perfectly. I'm not gonna say anything. You said it perfectly. All right. So uh, there was another Spider Man in this movie, and his name is Danny DeVito. Hello, hello, DeVito. Oh, and he's our next <laughs> guest. 
Hey, how's it going? I'm Spider-Man. <laughs> hey, yo. Um, no, just kidding. Toby McGuire. I almost said Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Toby McGuire's in this movie, too. Patrick, we'll start with you. Oh, wow. Look at that rhyme. Damn. Toby, baby. He's uh, he's our Spider-Man. You know, the Spider-Man of our people. That's and, right. Uh, and I mean, it's everything I wanted. We wanted to see him back, and we all wanted a little redemption for maybe not as big as Garfield's, but Spider-Man 3 left a lot to be desired in different ways. Um, and especially kind of how uncool Toby's, like, it's a meme now, and it's funny, and, like, we joke about Bully Maguire, but, like, at the time, I remember even thinking as a kid, like, oh, this isn't how I wanted Spider-Man to end. And uh, we got we got Toby back. We got him back, and it was great to see him. And if they would have killed him at the end, I would have walked out of the movie, uh, yelling and screaming, and never watching another superhero movie again. He is my beautiful uh, youth pastor, um, degenerate gambler. I love Toby McGuire. That's amazing. <laughs> All right, David. Uh, obviously, you kind of like Toby McGuire's Spider-Man. How'd you feel about him returning here? All right, I'll go. Uh yes, please, please, please. I mean, what is there to say? Like, um, I'll never forget it. I'll never forget seeing that. That was... Uh, man, words seem so futile to express something that's this meaningful. And I, I say that from the most sincerest, bottomest place in my heart. Like... I, I am so thankful to everyone that made that happen um, to Toby for doing that. Um, uh, I, I like, I'm with you, Patrick. I, I'm on the, see, I'm on, I want them to make amazing Spider-Man three, but I, but I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm on the make Raimi Spider-Man four because he he deserves it too because like the third one really isn't doesn't do justice to the legacy the power of uh what those old spider-man movies mean um i if they find the right script and i mean this for andrew garfield too they find the right script they get the right people back um that i just beyond words it's beyond words for that entire that entire part of the movie Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, obviously, Tom McGuire as Spider-Man is just one of those performances, right? Or, or one of those characters, at least, where it's just like, will always go down as one of the most like influential, inspiring characters of cinematic history, probably. It started so much. Um, his performance means so much to so many people, clearly. Um and this, you know, personally, you know, coming into this, I obviously grew up with these movies, but not to a certain extent. But in a way, like this series and just rewatching them with with my good buddies right here, you know, it was just like a special moment to be, you know, be like, okay, I'm gonna watch these again. Oh man, like they really were something else, right? They were something different. They were a breath of fresh air. 
um, that, you know, it's something we don't really get to see a lot anymore. And so like, you know, going back, it, it was a little bit of a gift, you know, it's like, it's almost like, it's almost like bringing, you know, obviously Christopher Reeve is, is, uh, is gone, but it's like bringing back Christopher Reeve as Superman in, in a movie. You know what I mean? It's just one of those monumental like moments that will never happen again. Sure. Maybe Tobey Maguire might show up in another Spider-Man movie, but it'll never be like this again. And so it's that's special. Um, I think it once again, just like what you guys were saying, you know, it's kind of pitch perfect. Um, it once again, it's like the dialogue, everything is just ripped. It seems like ripped out from those movies, you know, it's and it's here. And it's special. Uh, you know, I, obviously, Andrew had a lot more to prove. So obviously, that's why in a lot of ways like that performance was more like, whoa, what? But this one, it just felt right. You know, he didn't have to prove himself. He just was Spider-Man. So he's just playing him again. And it's just like, yeah, perfect. He, he he has that genuineness about him that he did in the other movies. He's funny, but once again, like funny in that 2000s way where it's like what you did before, David. Like, oh, I, oh there was a portal here. It's, it's closed now. You know, it's like that. It's like kind of dry, but and but like, but just enough. It's just enough. It's... And the, the emotional kind of through line with him is like, you know, almost kind of a mentor to Tom Holland's um, Peter Parker, where it's like he, he has to tell him time and time again, like, this is what we do. We save them. We don't just beat them up. We don't kill them. We save them. And once again, refreshing. Cure that ass. Cure that ass. <laughs> Cure that ass exactly. That's one of my one of my favorite lines in the movie because it's like that's pure Toby. Yes. That's not that, no other super no uh, no other Spider Man could say that he said it and that's why it's perfect. Um uh um and and just by the end you know just once again just just like the way he was in the other movies. He gets through to people. He's not gonna just fight. He's not gonna just do this or that. He's gonna actually get through to someone. So when Tom Holland is like about to kill Green Goblin, there's so many ways they could have done it, but the, I think the way they did it was perfect. He stops him, he stops him from killing him, and he just looks at him, you know? And it's just, it's just like perfect. There's not a lot to be said. You just kind of see it in his eyes, in Tom Holland's eyes, and especially Toby's eyes. Put the glider down, you know? And it's just like a perfect moment that once again, I don't think we'll ever get again. And it, once again, it's just like the other movies, but it's not too much, not fan service. It's just more like a continuation, a wonderful little bow of what Tobey Maguire did in those movies. Loved it. Hunter. I can't follow that. What the fuck? <laughs> I can't <laughs> follow that? <laughs> no, you said everything perfect. Um, yeah, I thought it was great. Patrick, I, if they fucking would have killed him, I also would have walked out. I thought they did. I thought they did kill him. And I was like, what the hell? Why would you do that? But, um, no, I thought it was perfect. Again, nothing too flashy. Um, like Andrew, uh, or Tom, um, he was just kind of there. Not, and not in like a, like a, oh, he was just there kind of bad sense, but in like the greatest way possible where it's like oh like he's been spider-man for so long like he's got bad problems it's like and but he has his like it seemed like he finally had his life figured out which was like all i all i wanted 
to see from that. Like, oh, like, are him and MJ okay? Like, what's happening? No, we figured it out. We're good. Like, everything's good. And it's great. It's going to be okay. That's yeah, kind of exactly. his mantra in this movie a little bit. So that's great. Mm -hmm. uh, your your thoughts on Tom Holland? Yeah, sure thing. Tom Holland, I'll just say this in brief. Before, I did not want to give him this title. He is a Spider-Man for me. Now, after this movie, he is Spider-Man. And I was fighting against it. I didn't want to give it to him. I was arguing, saying, no, he's Iron Man too. Like, oh, Tony Stark, Spider-Man, blah, blah, blah. After this movie... He is a Spider-Man in my um, boy in my head. Um, I think his arc's great. I think the whole everyone forgetting who he is and like restarting—it's such a a strong, maybe kind of confusing thing. I hope they clear up a little bit in the in in uh, Doctor Strange. Um, but uh, that's all. I I really enjoyed his performance. I really um, enjoyed his intellect in the movie because i think he's probably one of the smartest spider-man we've seen and that's kind of really shows um in this movie and yeah that's what all i really have to say about tom holland is i give him the spider-man title now david uh tom holland uh i'm i'm with patrick like yeah man it was so great this was what i was waiting for uh for all of these movies I mean, Tom and Tom Holland, it's it's the same I felt about Andrew Garfield. Like Tom Holland's always acted it really, really well. Um, it's just it's the the, the 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 characterization has always been like just sort of like mixed for me. And this movie does it uh, in the second half. I think it really hits the nail like uh, and you said it, Hunter, too, like it like. A struggling Peter is is a is a good Peter or something to that extent. Yeah. Like, um, and uh, uh, I'm really excited to see more of Tom Holland as Spider Man, um, and uh, and the suit is perfect. It's pitch perfect. It's beautiful. Yeah, I love it so much. Yeah, uh, as someone who always liked like really like tom holland as spider-man this is his best performance yet by far um but also not by far and for me at least where it's like oh it was like so much better than the other ones but this is his best performance yet as spider-man um i loved him in homecoming i i loved his arc i loved the way he just processes things and the way he feels so much and far from my like the performance, it's more I'm more disappointed in the movie itself. Sorry, Hunter LaSalle. Um, but but I do but I always like care about Peter Parker, Spider Man in these movies, but I feel so much in this one than any of the others so far. Because we actually just like like what you said, David, like like he struggles so much in this movie in the way in a way that he never has before. And so it's it's partly like, oh, we're finally doing this, but also just like, yeah, this is moving stuff. This is just like, so obviously the whole kind of arc with him is that he kind of wants a quick fix. He wants, you know, like, okay, like Dr. Strange, could he just like undo this? I want to go back to being 
this certain way, you know, and get and, and, and get everything I want. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, I just want to add to that. Like before that, because that was like part of like his thing before, I never really got that. It never really kind of fully hit for me. And this time it did because I think they really did a great job of giving a, a weight to it. Like they, they gave it, they treated it seriously. And it, it, and that was, I think the constant throughout the entire movie i think his peter parker was great just to add on to what you were saying there yeah absolutely um but yeah about weight yeah i mean that's a, you know you feel feel it all feel it all because like you know he's a nice guy but it's just like getting too much and he wants a quick fix um and so when all this stuff happens he has to more and more realize that no i, I have to deal with it not just like magic it away or this or that. Like he learns through Aunt May in, in, in uh, later on in the movie, like, no, I got to deal with it. I have to try to make things right. And, and also just like a part of him once again, too, not just because Aunt May said so, but because Spider-Man, because Peter Parker is a good empathetic person. We've seen this before, but it's just twofold in this. He could have, could have easily clicked them away, but he didn't. He tried to make them better. And he very easily could have not done that, but he does that because, and finally, you know, and, and in these other movies too, but especially in this one, like he is different from these other heroes that we've seen so far in the MCU. Finally, we get to illustrate that so well in these movies that no, he's not Iron Man. He's not, like, he's not even going to kill the bad guys. He's going to try to save them. And that's what's so cool about the storyline. But once again, he pays the price. Aunt May dies because of Green Goblin because he let them in. He, you know, he let them into like, okay, I'm gonna help you, and he, you know, and and then that happens. But once again, it's like, but it was still right. What he did was still right, even though this terrible thing happened. It was still the right thing to do, and he kind of loses that idea when Aunt May dies. It's it's because it's like, if this was so right, why did she have to die? And it's like uh and she he almost like gives up just like every other kind of spider-man every other kind of spider-man has to deal with it's like oh maybe maybe i i don't care anymore he says something like that like i'm done caring and then these other spider-man have to kind of pick up and you know like in a way it's like him picking himself back up you know uh, you know about like you know here's what you got to do and this is what you have to do and and he makes a choice at the end like no they i want you to do this Here's what we're going to do. They're going to forget me. Uh, because it's right. And it's a perfect ending. Yeah. The entire last chunk is so the brilliant. I dare say it's brilliant and genius. Like, yeah, exactly. Wraps everything up. And it and that's Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, I felt like at the end, like that is Spider-Man. Yeah. Like he cares so much. It almost makes him sick. And that's what, like, we see so much in this movie that, like, yeah, like, let them forget me. He makes that choice. Once again, that's why, at the end of the day, this is still his movie. This is still his movie. Like, he, he gets tempted by the dark side or tempted by, like, revenge. He almost kills Green Goblin. But, you know, as we mentioned before, that doesn't happen. And he lets go and makes that choice instead. And, uh, and I love that. Uh, the way he's so protective of MJ and everyone. And so when that last scene happens, right? Where, like, he could still maybe do a quick fix and, like, hey, I'm Peter Parker. I'm going to read this thing. You're going to remember me. But then, like, he just puts the note away. He looks at MJ and he knows, oh, your your little bruise, it's, it's covered up. It doesn't hurt so much anymore. It doesn't hurt so much anymore because I don't know you. And that's when he knows, like, you can't know me. 
I gotta go on my own now. And he, more alone than any other Spider-Man so far. So it's gonna be interesting moving forward, right? With Tom Holland. Oi, he's so good in this. The the Aunt May death scene, those last moments, the last like 10-15 minutes, but all throughout too. The emotional arc, the performance is really, really there. I love Tom Holland as Spider-Man. I always did, but now it's like, ooh, he he's he's getting up there. And we're going to get more, and that's exciting. Oi, wait until we see what he does next. Hunter. Yeah, um, I, like Patrick, I... Like, hell, I didn't even watch these movies because I was so upset that they rebooted it after Andrew Garfield. Um, and so, like Patrick, I struggled to give Tom Holland the recognition of Spider-Man that he now, in my opinion, deserves. Um, it's a great performance. And in all the movies, I think he's really great. I think um, out of these three, I think Homecoming is probably... Uh, my my least favorite um, of the movies and of Tom Holland's performance, I think, uh, and Far From Home is really good. And obviously in this movie, he's making me cry, which is just amazing. And in that Aunt, uh, Aunt May death scene, it's like, damn, dude. And in that scene, Nick, that you're talking about where he's like, I don't care anymore. And he's up like on top of a roof and he's just like sulking in it is just like, oh my gosh, you're really living in this moment right now. And it's something, it really is like a remarkable thing to uh, to see. But yeah, he's he's Spider-Man. What can I say? He's freaking Spider-Man and I can't wait for the next, because uh, they're doing a trilogy, right? They're doing, yeah, I can't wait for the next trilogy. I really can't. Yeah, so uh, on that note, I mean, uh, Hunter, before we wrap up, uh, at least right now, who's your favorite Spider-Man? All right, so this is tough, man, because I like them. Right? They're all good. Fuck. Fuck. Uh, fuck. I, like, I like all four of them, including Danny DeVito. Um, Thank you. No, I'm glad I, you acknowledged I, him. Yeah, but back to my real thoughts. I, I love all three. <laughs> I love all three of them. <laughs> I really do. Um, I think Tom Holland is the perfect Spider-Man and perfect Peter Parker. You know what I mean? I think Toby is the perfect, uh, I, I think he was a great Peter Parker, maybe not the best Spider-Man. I think Andrew Garfield in what we know of, because there's gonna be more of him, I swear to God. Um, he was the best Spider-Man, maybe not the best Peter Parker. And I, I think I stick with my thoughts of what I've been saying, where I think Tom Holland is the best of both worlds in both departments. Um, so I don't, I don't know, guys. I don't know. I. Think, but you're, you're kind of, you're kind of saying Tom I, Holland, though, I'm right? Leaning, I'm leaning towards Tom Holland. I am. I yeah. know that's crazy, and I. No, it's not too crazy because he's great. <laughs> guys, I didn't think that this would happen. I didn't. I, I, I thought what I really thought I'd say was Andrew Garfield all the way, but I think. I think it's Tom Holland. I do. But we'll see. Who knows? There's more Andrew Garfield to come. There's more Tom Holland to come. And again, Toby, it's hard. I'm sorry. It's hard. Anyway, those are my jambled thoughts. Yeah. Those are my jambled thoughts. Yeah. So after doing all these episodes with you, Hunter, it's 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 hard too. Because like, especially after No Way Home, actually, it's like, well, maybe Andrew's the best. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, like all of them have so many pros. Some have cons. Just like every, any kind of interpretation, but like, 
But yeah, they really are all special. So in a way, I kind of don't want to choose, right? Because like it's it's it might be better that way, but also I don't know. We've been kind of like building it up, so we might as well like pick one. Yeah, take a so, stance. So I I think that in in a couple more movies, maybe Tom Holland will be the best Spider-Man. We mm. still don't really know. Andrew Garfield, same thing. If he shows up more, maybe he'll be the. You know, that's what I mean. Like they're, they're, they have so much. Uh, thank God. I mean, Batman. You can't really say that about. But all the Spider-Man so far in the live-action movies, all really work in their own ways. But they all really work. It's gonna be Toby for me right now because I I love the movies. I love his performance in them. So it's probably gonna be Toby. Because once again, it's just that status that you know he's a living legend in a way. The, the mm -hmm. you know his take on Spider Man, but I once again Tom Holland, oh my God! Like now, now it's like he could do anything, and it's so exciting to see. It's so, it's it's kind of iconic. And and once again with more movies, oh man, iconic stuff coming. You know him as Spider Man now. I don't know. I mean, in five years maybe we'll be like man, one of the great comic book characters of all time you know like there's so much to yeah and do now yeah that's what's tough for me because again toby is the og and he's so good don't get me wrong it's not like i think toby mcguire sucks at spider-man hell no no I of course not i think it's great and for some reason to me it's like oh is it andrew garfield or is it tom Hall? that's just me though like yeah. it, they're very close i think uh, very yeah close. so my pick is toby right now but once again they're they all are so special in different ways and i think this movie kind of illustrates that that's why for me to wrap up to our final thoughts on the movie i think this is a special movie and that's what i wanted it to be and it was that it was look it's is it messy yes is the first half not as great as the second half it really yeah it really isn't but but I think the the way it pays off and the way it like leads to something, I don't know, greater than ourselves is special that you don't see that a lot in superhero movies lately. It's one of the best MCU movies in my opinion now. I think oh. I, I, I think it has some of the best moments. It, Tom Holland, once again, it's still a Tom Holland movie. The villains, uh, you know, uh, uh, problems aside, I think they really work. And uh, Willem Dafoe, oh my God. And 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 to Toby and Andrew, like, there's so much fun. There's so much, but there's also so much dread, and there's so much um, emotion. So many, so many emotions being had here that you don't see a lot in superhero movies. So I have to give this a nine out of ten. It's a great Spider-Man movie. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. And uh, you know, I, I I haven't been in love with MCU movies lately, but this one I really really loved. Despite everything, I I I think this is a special movie. This is my favorite Spider-Man movie. It is. And I, I think why? Because it gives me all of them. I got all of them in one movie. Of course, it's my favorite fucking Spider-Man movie. I have all this. I have all of the best parts of all three Spider-Men in every universe. So yeah, um, it's also like Patrick. It made me excited about superhero movies again. I wasn't into this next phase of Marvel. I wasn't into the uh, Black Widow and all the show. You know, I just, I just wasn't. And now I'm on board again, you know, as long as they're like this, where it's like, it's funny, it's heartwarming, but it also makes me cry. It's like, do more of this. And it, so, it doesn't end in a big dumb fight. It ends with the hero saving the villains. Exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, uh, for me, it's a it's a nice sweet 10 out of 10 what can i say yeah um it, this is uh just a preface this isn't my favorite spider-man movie uh but it's like my fourth 
I, I think uh, Spider-Verse might be my favorite. Spider-Man 2, OG Spider-Man, this movie, Homecoming, Spider-Man 3, Far From Home, Amazing Spider-Man 2, Amazing Spider-Man. Um, that's where I would rank them. Do you want to quickly do that? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so, all right. Maybe there's controversy here. I don't know. Oh. Um, and again, this is hard. And even the ones, like, at the bottom of the list, like, the last, like, yeah, even the ones at the bottom, I I, I enjoy to to uh an extent but here we go so it's uh spider-man no way home uh for the no at the way. bottom no 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 no. <laughs> i knew it after all this uh, yeah uh, worst one no way home yeah worst one uh, hate, hate actually <laughs> um no nah, so number one spider-man no way home uh then it goes spider-man 2 then it goes spider-man far from home i know i know it's top three uh then i have uh the first spider-man then i have amazing spider-man 2 then I have Spider-Man 3, then I have Spider-Man Homecoming, and then I have The Amazing Spider-Man. And Spider-Verse is nowhere to be seen. Yeah, uh, yeah I forgot to rank it. because No, I it's okay. You didn't see. watch it recently. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, so this... would probably be um, after Spider-Man, before Amazing Spider-Man 2. It's so probably right dead in the middle. I, from watching it maybe twice when it came out. Sacrilege, but it's okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My final thoughts from the movie is... Uh, I'm, it was everything I wanted from it, and it made me excited. I liked the silly kind of fan service stuff. I enjoyed seeing all three Spider-Man together. Um, it made me just excited for superhero movies again, which I didn't think I would feel so quickly after um, after Endgame. But here we are. Amazing. Patrick O'Connor's Thank you for coming to this universe, dude. Whoa, it's been a been a pleasure. It's been been a, a ride, wild ride, you know. I was, yeah, I don't know. This yeah. portal. Yeah, Patrick. Let me let me open up a portal for you so you can go back. All right. Okay. So okay. Yeah. Oh, whoa. Okay. Whoa. Oh. All right. Bye, Patrick. Whoa. Bye. Whoa. Bye. Whoa. 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 Oh, what a oh, what, man. <laughs> what a nice guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's gone perfect <laughs> perfect 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 hey hunter i got this uh, uh david leon you got it uh you're you're going back to the, your your universe yeah I, th I think it's about time i think so too <laughs> that sounds so mean <laughs> I, I think, think so, so <laughs> i think so too <laughs> bye bye yeah. <laughs> um yeah i think so um no um david thank you so much for being such a wonderful guest you're always you you're always so passionate and you're always so warm and you're always so thoughtful and I love that about you and I it's an honor to call you my friend. Oh my god. Oh my god. Man, why do you have to do that? Now? All right, opening the portal. <laughs> bye, bye. bye bye. Bye David. Yeah, bye. Thank you very much. It's always an honor to be on the show. <laughs> David's dead. We just killed him. Yeah, we just killed him. Um, well, this was it, guys. This is this was NYC Actors Talk Spider-Man End of an Era. Thank you guys for watching and listening. Uh, Hunter, uh, thank you for once again being on this fun ride with me. As of always, course, Nick. Yep. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on YouTube. We'll probably do a like short YouTube version of this episode. Um, 
we uh, Joey Dalton, thank you so much for the amazing artwork. Truly incredible. Um, you're the man. We have a website, NYC Actors Talk Film. We have an Instagram. Uh, please rate, review, and subscribe. Hunter, this is it. Pizza time. Pizza time. Pizza time. Hey, uh, Nick. Yeah, you got um. I love these cookies. Get some nuts. Yeah, I got nuts. Yeah, go, go make more with nuts. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Bye, folks. <laughs>